Let's imagine a centralized service needs 100 servers. Since the purpose of decentralization is redundancy, to protect against bad actors or other unforeseen disasters, let's assume a decentralized equivalent needs 1,000 servers. In reality, it would probably be more than just a tenfold increase, but the exact number doesn't really matter. In order to keep a network that is 10 times larger profitable for its owners, customers would need to pay 10 times as much to use it. Unless you think splitting equipment and facilities across many different parties makes their costs 10 times lower, it really should be obvious to everyone that something which costs more to run will cost more to use. How likely do you think such a service is to succeed? Clearly, we have a problem. People who own servers, even decentralized ones, pay their bills in dollars. They need to maintain the equipment in dollars, pay for electricity in dollars, lease facilities, compensate employees, whatever else they need to run their business in dollars. So if they can't earn enough dollars to pay their bills, how does that gap get closed? Simple. The protocol pays them in tokens it creates out of nothing. But how do they pay their dollar-denominated bills with fairy dust? I mean, tokens. They have to trade them for dollars first. This is where the problems begin. How do they convince people to buy their fairy dust, sorry, tokens? They need to convince them that fairy dust is a good investment. Fairy dust has value because the service will revolutionize stuff. And in the 90s, people used to mock the internet or whatever. Listen, just buy my fairy dust and the price will go up. Then you can sell it to someone else, be rich and never work again. It's a secret path to wealth that only the smartest people understand. We're so early. Join us. Aren't you smart too? Or just another wage slave working for a living? The more people they convince, the higher the price will go. The higher the price goes, the more people will be convinced and so on. As long as the price keeps going up and people keep believing, there is a market in which the service providers can dump their fairy dust for actual money to pay their bills. The moment faith is lost, so goes the service, because customers simply will not pay 10 times as much to use it. It really shouldn't be so complicated to see this macro picture, but the people who design these services play all kinds of games with the fairy dust to confuse everyone into believing they are somehow investing in the service provider itself. They're not. Owning fairy dust does not grant you ownership over any service provider or their assets or their income. It just keeps the lights on for another month. They confuse people into believing that by staking their fairy dust or basically promising not to sell it for a period of time, they will earn income derived from customer fees. They're not. Most of their income, almost all of it, in fact, comes from inflating the supply of fairy dust. The protocol just makes more and deposits it into their account. Normally, that would cause the price to collapse, but if they increase the yield on staked fairy dust and create a hodl diamond hands cult to mock paper hand smooth brains who sell, they can keep the balls juggling just a bit longer, long enough to convince more suckers. And that's the whole game. Just survive another day and extract a bit more before people catch on. They borrow money, they raise investment, they sell fairy dust, they destroy capital as quickly as they accumulate it. But the one thing they should do and don't is make money from selling a service people want to consume. You know, running a business, not a Ponzi scheme. Web3 distinguishes itself from Bitcoin by having actual customers paying for actual services, which is good. But from a customer's perspective, is it good that tokens they need to consume services have such a volatile and unpredictable price? What benefit do customers derive from speculators trying to extract profits from their relationship with a service provider. From a service provider's perspective, why would they want to limit the supply of licenses to artificially increase the price, potentially beyond the point customers are willing to pay? And if customers are willing to pay more, why should those profits go to middlemen pushing paper, 
so to speak, and not themselves. Of course, this whole thing assumes people actually want to use the service to begin with. There are many reasons to believe Web3 services are architecturally flawed and materially worse than their centralized competitors. Regardless, even if the services are good, the whole thing is economically non-viable and makes no sense. Bottom line, if the fees paid by customers are not sufficient on their own without any investors to maintain the service, the service is an entirely unsustainable scam that can only survive as long as they continue to recruit dumb money to gamble on their fairy dust. Crypto people used to say, in math we trust. Well, these numbers tell a damning story of stupidity and perhaps fraud.